0: Okay, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I'm back. I know I'm back. I'm back. I can't run off with you guys. You're always following me. I don't know what it is, but here we go again. America's finest watchman, Lee Jackson, here with you today again. And I have a lot of stuff to go over with you today. We have a lot of excitement. My sister's watch is finally done. And I'm going to tell you the story because you're going to get a kick out of it so remember she had a Tudor ladies, stainless steel princess. It was quartz looks just like a Rolex. Exactly. And, um, it was really nice. It was in bad shape and needed a dial. The case was a mess. It wasn't running. None of the above. So, um, um, I got it from her. She got water in it somehow, which you know is a no, no getting watches wet is the worst thing you could possibly do. You do not want to get them wet. It ruins them. I don't care if it's quartz. I don't care if it's mechanical. When water gets in there, it's cooked. You got to get it out immediately or your watch is cooked, especially quartz is even would be ruined right away. But mechanical, if it's an automatic or manual one, you can get it out of there. If, If you can open it up and get it out of there quickly, you can save the watch. If not, the movement will rust, and then it's a big mess. And that's what happened with hers. She had a lot of rust in her movement. Um, I got a call from Ricky last week. He was trying to find her a crystal. Now, her watch has a plastic, or whatever you want to call it, uh, plastic crystal. And I don't like plastic crystals, as you know. I think they look bad. They don't hold up. They scratch easy, on and on and on. So I said to him, she needs a crystal. So he calls me up. He says, I'm having a hell of a time finding a crystal for this watch. And I said, what? He said, yeah, don't worry about it. This was a while back. Don't worry about it. I'll get it. And he didn't. So he finally, we were waiting all this time for the dial. The dial took months. Um, From what I'm told, it came out pretty nice. I haven't seen the watch, only a picture but I know his work I mean I used I've been using him for I don't know 30 years So I know his work Ricky His work is good So he calls me up And he says uh, The watch is finally back The dial and we're getting ready And I can't find a crystal And he told me this months earlier But when he told me months earlier He said "Oh, I'll find one don't worry So i'm kind of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and then he says to me okay well here's the deal he said i found a crystal but it's 450 hundred and a real rolex crystal i said wait a minute are you nuts crystal should cost you i don't know 50 bucks 100 maybe for a rolex maybe two aftermarket who cares (laughs) it's the same thing to me it's the same besides the fact my sister could care less She's not trying to turn a watch into something real expensive. It's not an expensive watch to begin with. It's a hell of a deal. I just looked them up. You can get those really nice, uh, Rolex princess. And they're like, I don't know, 700 bucks with a band and everything. A thousand. That's a hell of a deal. It's like getting a Rolex. I mean, it is a Rolex. And the early ones say Rolex on the band, on the back of the watch. And on the crown, they have the Rolex symbol, or it says case by Rolex, original Oyster case by Rolex. I mean, it says Rolex right on it. Plus, when you redo the dial on these, if you do, you could add Rolex to the dial. As long as it says Rolex and Tudor both, you're, I mean, you're not playing by the rules, but what the hell? You're not lying. It says both on there, Tudor and Rolex. Rolex does make Tudor before you ask. Tudor is owned by Rolex. Rolex is Tudor. And I was just talking to Ricky about tutors, also, which I'm going to get back to. So the watch was in rough shape. I took the watch and I realized it was quartz, which I didn't. She didn't know. I didn't know. And I looked at it and I said, there's a quartz watch. So I took it to a watch place where they change batteries. The guy's pretty good there. And I had to put a battery in it. He goes, this movement is so rusted. So he said, let me put a drop of oil on it. And he put a drop of oil because it wanted to run. It didn't because it's all, you know, screwed up. So he puts a drop of oil, (coughs) excuse me, gives me a new battery and says it's working. Great. I figured, okay, I'll buff the watch. I'll clean it up and I'll give it to her. It costs 10 bucks for a battery. She'll be, I'll be a hero, an absolute hero, mega hero. Meantime, I take the watch back. It stops running. I tap on it. It starts again. It keeps doing that. And I go, this is no good. So the watch needs service. And I was trying to get away without doing that. And normally with a quartz watch, a lot of times it's just a battery and a little cleanup. But not with this one. So I gave it to Ricky and he said the movement was a mess. And he said, you cannot put a different movement in there. It has to be a Rolex movement. And it's an older Rolex movement. And they're really hard to come by and really expensive. So what he did, I'm going to, I got his bill I wanted to read you the bill because I thought it was interesting. Um, Okay, so Rolex Tudor Quartz for restoration due to rust. Refinish the dial, Princess Quartz, Oyster, Date. I told them to do an ice blue dial with silver markers. Originally, the watch had a silver dial, which looked really dead. I mean, it's a silver colored stainless steel watch with a silver dial. It looked like nothing. dead. I said, let's do something to it. So originally I was going to go with white, like a porcelain looking white, which would have looked nice. But then I started seeing the new look of Rolex with these ice blue dials they're using and they're really nice looking. And I thought, you know what? That would really wake this watch up. So I sent my sister a pic and I said, what do you think of this? And she goes, yeah, yeah. Then she got all excited about the whole thing after she really saw the pictures of Rolexes with that dial. Because I took pictures of newer Rolexes with the ice blue dial and sent it to her and said, This is kind of what it would look like. Now, I said this to her. I probably have said it here. I'm going to say it again. Whenever you send in a watch to have it redialed, if you get 80% back of what you asked for, consider yourself lucky because these dial companies will take liberties with your dial and the color and the layout and you name it. And because you're going through a secondary person, you're not speaking to the dial company yourself it's harder to get exactly what you want because it's like a, you know, that old telephone gag with, you know, you, you have people in a row and each one tells something down the line and it changes from the beginning to the end because it just changes. And it's happened to me before where I've asked for things to be done and it was done wrong or not done or something else. So what I started doing was drawing a diagram of a dial and pointing to the spots on the dial where there's color and what color and what, like the numbers, what color should they be and the track? What color should that be in the background? And you mark everything. So there is no mistake. They have it. And even when I do that, I'm lucky to get 80% or more of what I asked for, which is good. So the reason I'm setting that up is because when I saw the dial, it didn't look exactly like the Rolex ice blue dial lights, the pictures I had sent. more of a turquoise, more of a turquoise color than a light blue metallic dial, which looks still look good. Nothing wrong with that. She's in love with it. So he calls me up and he says, "Um, what are we going to do about the crystal? And I said, well, I said, can you change it to sapphire? Because a lot of times you can convert these older plastic crystals to sapphire it's a process to do it. It takes a certain kind of crystal because the watch was not made for Sapphire. Sapphire is thicker than plastic and it is held in differently with the bezel than plastic. So you have to have a different bezel or a different kind of crystal that's made to fit in that where the plastic one was. And I've done it. They look, they look fantastic. When you get that done, it looks like a million bucks. So it's worth it. I'm telling you, whatever it costs is worth it. If you get an old Rolex and you can convert it to Sapphire, do it. You'll thank me. It looks, makes it look so modern, so nice. So he's got a friend that is a Rolex certified mechanic and he got a Rolex Sapphire crystal. that's supposed to fit this thing and it didn't fit. And he measured it. The whole nine yard didn't fit. So now he said, somebody messed around with it. Who knows when and messed around with the bezel and it only takes this plastic crystal and he can't find one. And the only one he can find is a true Rolex replacement, not an aftermarket. And they want like 450 bucks. You could buy the watch, you know, virtually not new, but pre-owned in good shape for a thousand. And this whole repair was going to cost. I forgot to tell you what the estimate was. Maybe I did tell you. He said the estimate with the dial and everything was about 650. And if you add another 450, you could just get another watch. It's just stupid to do that. It doesn't make sense unless she's absolutely in love with it. And remember when I tell you that the replacement uh, crystal that he was going to get or could get is plastic. It's not even sapphire. If it was sapphire, I'd say, "Mm, you know, if you're going to keep the watch and make it look fantastic. No, plastic. So what he said to me was, it was a big crack in the crystal on the side. And I buffed it originally. It was really bad. And I couldn't buff the crack because I was afraid I was going to ruin it. So I left the crack. He really didn't see it that badly or that much. And he said to me, I'm going to super glue it from the inside or the outside. I don't know. He's going to super glue the crack so it doesn't leak. And he's going to buff it and put it back on. And I said, okay, do that. So I set it up told my sister that that's what he's going to do. Now he gave me his word that he would continue to look for the crystal and one will pop up eventually. I, I know it will. If he ever gives me the parameters, which I'm going to get from him, I'll look for one. I'll find one before he does. Cause I'm really good at finding parts. If you can, I mean, there's things I've tried to find parts for, for years and I still can't, but with Rolex, it makes it much easier because there's so many Rolexes out there that parts are plentiful. Especially aftermarket, not the originals are harder to get, but the aftermarket stuff is out there. I mean, I told you, what was it a couple episodes ago about this website I found it had all kinds of bands and dials and you, it was really interesting. You should really check it out. I wrote it down here, what the hell was the name of that dial, name of that company? I don't remember now, but it was really cool. Um, if I could find it, I would. So... I gave him the watch. The watch is done. He says to me, how about meeting me tomorrow? And for me, it's a very long ride to, to him. And it's not even my watch. So I'm not a rush to get it. She's waited months as it is. So what's another few days? So he sends me the bill. She says she's going to send him uh, PayPal or whatever to pay for it, which was, she did right away, which was really nice. And then she sends me a text and says, I'm going to meet him tomorrow uh, so you don't have to. And I thought, that's a great idea. You know, I don't really like to give away my sources like him, but it's my sis. So she says, I'm going to go meet him and I'll get to watch. The other part is I really like picking up things like watches that have been repaired and then showing them to people and watching their reactions like these car shows where they restore a car and they, they, they drive the car out. And the guy can't believe it or the girl. Same thing with watches. My watches, when they're done, they look great. And you could do the same. It's not that hard. So um, I said, okay, because I really didn't want to drive just to do this. Then I got to meet her. I got to go meet him. And I got to meet her. It's not even my watch. So I said to her, when you get the watch, call me up. So she sends me a picture of it on her wrist and she says it looks and I looked at it it looked really good except for the crystal you still see the crack and I explained to her about the crystal I said I don't think you should spend four hundred and fifty dollars for a dumb crystal that is ridiculous then he's gonna have to put it on it's gonna charge you for that too so she understood and she got the watch and she called me and she said I'm absolutely in love with this now it looks like brand new now he buffed the case He buffed the band. He told me the case and the band were in good shape. Originally, that was a watch given by me to my mother to wear instead of her Cartier so she could wear this to run around, not wear a gold watch. She didn't like it, didn't wear it, whatever. Gave it to my sis, which I didn't even know about till later. But oh, well, you know, it's in the family. I'm okay with it. So she's in love with this thing. And I haven't talked to her since a couple days when she was just nuts about it. She says, I'm going to wear it every day. So I wanted to go over the bill because it's a pretty interesting bill, actually. So here's what it says. Rolex Tudor Quartz for restoration due to rust. Refinished dial, Princess Quartz, Oyster Date, Ice Blue. I could have put Rolex on the dial, but I didn't think about it. Ice Blue dial, silver markers. $120 to do the dial. That's very reasonable. And he's marked it up. So his cost is even less. He relumed the hands. And what in the hell does that mean? With Rolexes, a lot of times they have open hands that have this luminous paint in them, like on Submariners and so on. And that over time turns color, falls out, does different weird things, and you can have it redone. That comes out pretty good. Not the not the dial. When you try to put luminous on the dial, it always looks bad. But on the hands, it comes out pretty good. So that was 50 bucks to reloom the hands, which would make it look a million percent better. He this the dial feet had to be resoldered. Why I do not know, but that's important because the feet are what connect the dial to the movement. Now this one, the feet might have been cut off. I don't know. Sometimes you find them where they're cut off. And the only way that that dial is staying on that movement other than the hands are holding it on and not twisting around turning is they super glue it to the movement, which is a really bad idea. Not good. Not good. Not good. Don't want to do that. Okay. So, so, so far we're up to $247 and 50 cents service movement, replace battery insulator, $10 battery, $10 replace certain, circuit insulator, $10. Remove rust of movement. And then here's the problem that I didn't have a clue was with this watch is the crown and the tube of the crown were all messed up. They replaced all that stuff. Now I'll go over what it means in a minute. Let me read it. Uh, Replace broken crown spring. That's how it pops out. When you unscrew it, it pops out. The crown gasket that keeps the water out. The tube is what it screws into. That's expensive to find a tube for this thing. And it has to be, I think, soldered in there, if I'm not mistaken. Then the crown tube had a gasket. There's a back cover gasket. Then he polished the case and band. And the total expense of parts was $383.90. Labor's $266.10. So the total was $650. And she said it looks brand new absolutely brand new. So I have a picture of it. I should call her up and go, what do you think now? Because it gets me excited when people get happy over this stuff. I love it. I love restoring things for people that they have no idea it's going to come out that good. Like people will give me their metal band watch like a Rolex. I'll say, give me your watch and I'll go take it and I'll buff it real quick and make it look really nice. And it takes me five minutes, maybe. And then I'll come out and I'll I'll throw them a curveball and say, oh, you know, it didn't come out as good as I hoped. I had problems, boo, ba ba ba, and then give it to them and watch their mouth drop and go, wow, because I'm just BS. And it looks great. Now I can do most of the refinishing that uh, Ricky and others do. The thing I don't want to do is take it apart the watch. Because when you take it apart, that's the proper way to do everything. You buff everything. When it's apart, you clean everything and put it back together. I don't like to do that because I don't want to take it apart. I'll buff it the way it is. And I'm pretty careful. And most of the time it comes out pretty good when I do it. Now, every once in a while, when I buff something, because you have to wash the buffing material off of the watch I use a toothbrush and some hand soap or some, uh, some other kind of solvent that can get in there. If it's a dress watch or anything, you know, Rolex, not so bad. New watches not so bad. If they're water resistant, they're usually okay. Like my Gerard Pergo, I did it with that. No problem. Sealed. Nothing got into it. And I did it and washed it and did everything. Buffed it came out great. Didn't mess it up. When you get older watches, the water can get in there very easily. So what I try to do is I get it all buffed up. And then when I go and I, use some soap and clean it up. If it's really bad, I will do it really quick and get it out of there really fast. Put a towel on it really quick. Try not to let the water soak in. So with her watch, when I originally did it, I did it very carefully and I just did a quickie buff and it looked better. But from what I understand, he made it look brand new and I could have done the same thing given the time because the band is what needed it. The band was scratched up. Usually the band scratch at the bottom where the buckle is because that's where you lay your hand down. That's kind of what you got to look out for. So she got the watch back. It needed a lot of work. She's happy uh, with the price and everything. And uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it looks good. But it needs the crystal. It would look brand new if it had the crystal. And yes, the crystal's clear. You can see through it. But on the very side, there's a, like a line. There's a crack on the side of the crystal. It's not on the top. And what I neglected to mention to her, which I will when I talk to her, is if your crystal gets all scratched up with they they do, the plastic ones, I can buff them out real quick. So anytime she comes over and gives me her watch, I can clean it up real fast, the crystal. Not a big deal. But what do people do that don't have the expertise, the knowledge that I do? I can do it. And trust me when I tell you, I burned my share of crystals in my day. And what does that mean? They're plastic. If you put something to them, they'll melt or they'll burn. So you can't just buff them. There's an art to it. I learned it from the best and I know how to do it without killing it. And trust me when I tell you, I killed enough of them myself till I learned the right way. So it's not something that everybody can do. Now, I'm going to add video whether I'm not sure how yet or what I'm going to do, but I'm definitely going to add video to this podcast and I will show you how to buff a crystal without killing it and I'll show you all the stuff. So keep that in mind. Um, I want to get Ricky back on again too. That would help. And maybe I'll even get my sis on here and let her tell you what she thinks of her watch. Maybe because it came out really beautiful, but just realize she just put in, Six hundred and fifty bucks in this thing, and then I went online to see what the hell is it worth. Because I said to Ricky when I was talking to him, paying four fifty, it's ridiculous. You spent over a thousand bucks on the watch, eleven hundred. He goes, it's not worth it. So then I start today to go look at see what it would cost to buy that watch new. Well, pre-owned, not new. It's like anywhere from seven hundred to twelve hundred eighteen. I mean, they go all over the place, but. Decent ones I see in there are under a thousand bucks. So now you just paid $650 to repair the thing. So, you know, if you're going to keep the watch or it means something to you, it's no big deal. But if you're trying to make it so that you could turn it over if you had to and come out whole and not be murdered price wise, it would be tough. And you have to think about that. Like if that watch said Rolex on it, no big deal but because it's a tutor and because it's less expensive you got to watch what you're spending yet you're paying Rolex prices to repair it you're paying Rolex prices to get the parts that's the problem now Ricky uses aftermarket parts and I'm going to tell you for the millionth time they're every bit as good if you get good ones as good as Rolex you don't buy the ones from China or any of the crap stay away from things made in China or India please they're absolute trash You don't want them. They're not going to do you any good. They're going to fall apart. They're going to fail. They're going to, you name it, they're going to do it. So you want to stay with good parts. Um, Let me take a look at the watch before we move on. She sent me a picture. I just gave you the bill. Okay, here's a picture. Now he showed me the guts of the watch, the Tudor inside. I don't know why, but it looks, I don't see any rust. So he cleaned it up. The movement does say Tudor, Geneva, Switzerland on it. And I said to him, why couldn't you just change it? Yeah, the dial looks great. It is a nice dial. It does look good. He did relume the hands, which have very little luminous in them. The crystal is bad at, let's see, s- at 6.30 to 8 o'clock, it's a big crack. Then there's a, looks like a big divot at uh, 3 o'clock. It's not bad. I mean, it's really numb. It's workable. And the dial looks really good looks very good. The color is beautiful on the dial. It's a really nice. It really compliments the watch. And she also has a heavy oyster bracelet on it. Not the, the ones I looked at to replace it had the riveted oyster bracelet. Cause remember Tudor always had the crap. They always had the hand-me-downs their bands. If they were two-tone were plated, they were not solid. The bezels sometimes were plated, not solid. That's why if you're going to go Tudor, either go solid gold or just go stainless and you'll be a lot better. off. I don't know about today, my opinion today, they probably not plate stuff. The Tudor stuff is probably much better because they're much more expensive than they used to be. They used to be cheap. I used to get Tudor stuff so cheap. Oh, my God. So cheap. And now, not anymore. This stuff's expensive Oh, And I was talking to Ricky. He asked me if I saw the titanium... Um, titanium botany bay which is the version of the submariner from uh, Tudor, it's called something like botany bay or something and they have a state they have a titanium one that's just incredible just incredible it's um he said to me he brought it up again black bay not botany bay i'm sorry it's called black bay i'm too used to star trek yeah black bay whatever that means they're not cheap they are not cheap. I'll tell you, they are not cheap at all. Used to be, used to be, you could buy these for nothing. Now, Submariners, I mean, you could buy a Submariner here, a Tudor Submariner for $2,000 to $3,000. And that's a hell of a deal. It's much cheaper than Rolex. Um, here's a really nice one for twenty five. dollars Let me look at this one. Yeah, this is a, it's very nice. It's a Black Bay Tudor. I can't tell what it is exactly, but it's really nice. It's got a blue dial. It's got Submariner kind of face. No date. Looks modern. And they want 2500. Which, if you think about it, is not a bad deal. Runs perfect. Looks good. But the one that Ricky told me about, there is a Titanium. I know I said this. I know I said this on one of the podcasts about the titanium one it's called a palagos like here's one and here i'm looking at one that looks just like a gmt it's got different hands the bezel looks a little different but this is titanium and they want 3900 he said it is so phenomenal they don't have a crown guard it says chronometer officially certified so they got better quality movement in there now I mean, it looks just pretty close to a GMT or Submariner. And it doesn't say Rolex on like it used to. It used to say made by Rolex of Geneva. Not anymore. On the back it says manufactured by Tudor of Geneva. It doesn't say Rolex. And let's see what the, what the crown doesn't. Yeah, crown's got a different symbol on it. It used to have the Rolex crown on there. It was really cool. Let's see if the band says anything. Okay, so you don't have a crown guard on this thing, and uh, I'm trying to see what the, it's got a Tudor symbol on the crown. It doesn't stand on the bracelet either, but it's a hell of a watch. And for the money, this one came with with, uh, the original leather strap, the bracelet, everything. Really cool. But it looks like a GMT, and they want 3900, which I think is a really good deal. Plus it's titanium, which means it's gonna be very light. Uh, one that's not titanium, similar, was 25, 2474 Here's one, 1900 but it's being auctioned. Yeah, they're going about three grand, 2500 to 3000 a whole bunch of them. Like, here's a blue one. We saw this already. It was 2500 Like, here's one that's just like the GMT, the Pelagos, except it's stainless, and they want 3300 Same watch but it's stainless means it's going to be heavier, but it's still a nice watch. And the crown has the old Tudor flower on it. I liked when they put Rolex all over everything. I thought that was so cool because you could easily turn that into a Rolex. Yeah. They're, they're here. 3,500, 2,500. They're all over They're twenty 2,500 or more, but that's a hell of a deal. And these are modern ones. These are not old ones. Like here's a really nice blue dial. Um, blue dial with a blue strap. Really nice. 3150. I like that a lot. It's called Black Bay. I call Bodney Bay. And there's a Pro. There's a whole bunch. And these are very good. I think they have an ETA movement, but they may have a Rolex movement in them or Rolex produced movement. Very possible. Okay, so that's it for the day. It's been a pleasure. I thank you so much. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yay, Twitter. I don't know about that, but I'm there. If you want me, I'm on Twitter. So it's really been a pleasure. I thank you so very much for this and everything. Thank you, Lee Jackson, signing off. LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com is where you can find me. Drop me a line. Let me know what I can do for you. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear it. Be my pleasure. See you later, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.